You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. No. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Super Egg and Bros, recorded on October 25th, 2020. We are your hosts, Dirk, and with me, Stev. Hello, friends. Uh, it is I, Stev. It is you, buddy. Hello. So, God, uh, it feels like it has... Have, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do. Hmm. If I want to buy a PlayStation 5, you know what? I want to have some form of security that what I'm what I'm buying, I'm going to get in the mail, you know? Okay. But it seems like some people are, are waking up in finding out that their PlayStation 5 pre-orders are getting canceled. Oh, excuse me? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. From uh, the PlayStationLifestyle.net website, reports are going around regarding canceled pre-orders for both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Apparently, several customers are receiving cancellation notices from GameStop and Target. Oh, dear. On Twitter, one Xbox user shared a screenshot of an email from GameStop wherein the retailer informs them that the inconvenience is due to a website error in the URL. Oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Okay. Yep, yep. So kick back and enjoy this show. Enjoy what is objectively the best gaming podcast as we we revel in... In, in what is the apocalypse of, of gaming consoles and being able to purchase one in the first fucking place. You thought you were safe with pre-ordering your, your fucking console online? Hell no. Hell no. They're coming for you. They're coming for your PlayStation 5s and your Xbox Series Series Xs. I... 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 I this is weird. Yeah, it kind of is. Usually you pre-order something, you get the confirmation for it, and you're supposed to get it, but... Like, I, you, you, you pay... You pay for the privilege of having Best Buy tell you that you canceled your pre-order. Exactly, exactly. Although, I mean, you should be getting your money back anyway, so you're not really paying for it. You're just forking up the money up front to get it back. They're borrowing your money and then telling you sorry. And then giving it back. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. With no interest. With no interest. You get nothing. You lose good day, sir. (laughs) You get nothing. You also lose... Nothing. Good day. Yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. Go buy Go buy a fucking computer. You can buy them over at fucking uh, Best Buy. Uh, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> so the launch is going to be on November 12th. I mean, like, okay, here, here's the thing, though. Mm. Think about the people that purchased scalped pre-orders. Ooh. What if those are getting canceled? Again, another reason why we don't even look at the scalpers. Exactly. Like, you take the big dick by paying $900 for your pre-order of the PlayStation 5, and all of a sudden, it's canceled. Sorry, friend. Sorry, buddy. It's it's gone. It's gone forever. Too bad. Yep. And the, sc- <laughs> the scalpel went scot-free. <laughs> Just, just making nine hundred bucks. Not even the, not even the difference. Just the nine hundred bucks. See, just good things come to those who wait. Just wait until they become available. Like wait, you're not. not right. you, what? 
No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You, you don't make $900. My math was really bad there for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. You doing all right there? No. Did you re- did you already re- did you realize that, you know, you have to spend the money to get the money yeah, first? Yeah, you have so to spend the money to make the money. They're yeah. making $200 off of each one. Yeah. $200 profit. Wait, $900 for a $500 system? 400 your math is bad too, huh? Just a little bit, not too much. <laughs> eh, no, you know what? Because then you got to send out fucking uh, what's it? You got to send out the fucking uh, shipping, shipping to you, and then shipping to the person. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, what if the shipping's free though? All the better. I didn't. No, I think you still have to pay uh, pay shipping. With, oh, with, that when it, sucks. What? Well, with the scalper. Yeah, yeah. But either way, though, this is objectively the best video gaming podcast, despite the math. Despite so, the math, we, we want. Trust me, I got a B plus <laughs> in uh, second grade English. I mean, in second grade math. <laughs> and with us being objectively the best, we want you to help us, listeners. Help us by sharing this show. Spread it. Spread on 4chan. Reddit. Uh, NeoGAF? No, that th- no, that burned down. Reset Era. Spread it on Reset Era. Spread it on Facebook, Twitter. I don't care. Put it. Just put get it, people listening. Put it on the back of your high school uh, high school walls. Tell you what, if you're not banned from NeoGAF. Use us to get yourself banned. It, it, it'll work somehow. It, it'll help us. It'll we, help we, us we probably have some sort of name for ourselves over NeoGuff somehow. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, we're mentioned in Kiwi Farms. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we we got mentioned in Kiwi Farms because we did the episode about Brianna Wu a long time ago. Oh. That, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and with that, let's go ahead and get this started. Let's go to get to the games of the week. Games of the week. So, Derek. Yeah. You ever played Dungeons and Dragons and you realize that halfway through the dungeon you kind of realize that Man, this dungeon sucks. I could have designed something better. Yeah, yeah, I have. Like, you know, if, if I were the dungeon master, I'd put a lot more orcs in this place. Sometimes you realize the dungeon is, is just a straight line. Yeah. What if I told you that you had the chance of creating your own dungeon? Excuse me? That you could blow up human settlements. You can go out raiding. Be a bad guy. Oh? That is what Keeper RL is all about now I think I'm I think I'm I think I've already butchered the name of it it's either keeper RL or RL keeper but what it is is that it, it is basically a ro uh roguelike or roguelite I don't know the terminology behind it all you know is that you get one life in order to do everything correctly and you are going to be building your own dungeon to go out into the world and to basically be the big bad guy of this world. You are competing with other people in the map, including bandits, harpies, elves, uh, other humans sometimes. Uh, you have like a hero class that goes after your dungeons if you get too powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going after other dungeon keepers, so to speak, in order to, you know, 
weed out the competition. And the entire goal of the game is to make the best dungeon that you can. Now you will fail. If you don't, I mean, if if you don't have a good strategy and what you want to do, if if RNG is not on your side, you're gonna fail. That's just a fact of life. However, what you can do is increase your chances of success by you know relying on the RNG, but also good planning, good recruitment options. You know, giving your dudes the best uh, the best things that you can. And just understanding how management system works. So basically what this game is, you, you, find, you find a side of a mountain, you start digging through it for the resources, gold, iron, uh, marble, stone, or something like that. So that way you can upgrade, the stu- uh, upgrade your faculties. Uh, so that way you can get more gold to recruit more guys, to get more gear, and just go out into the world kill as many things as you can and hope to God that you don't die. Okay. So then, and, 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 and the way that it works is that, of course, it's not, it, it, yes, it has like the kind of pixely art, I guess, but at, at the same time, it it's a fairly neat looking game, neat mechanics. There's a way that you can get a doppelganger, which is basically a creature that you create by summoning demons and basically what you do with that doppelganger is that you go and look at all of your best minions that you have like orlock the orc the the kin slayer the elf slayer the harpy slayer the griffin slayer the elementalist slayer he's going to get eaten by this fucking uh by this fucking doppelganger so that way he can have the best stats and now he has four arms on top of the four that he already has. So now uh-huh. he can wield swords in every arm. And now he has two legs. He can now levitate. He is now immune to all sorts of magic attacks. He now spits poison and fire is also resistance to all of those things. Send him into a dungeon. Kill the thing. <laughs> that is basically what you're doing right now. And it's it's a lot of fun. It has a lot of these like little deep things that you have to understand about. You have to do a fair bit of research, a fair bit of trial and error to figure out what exactly works. But when it finally works, it stays with you for the entire game. Right now, my most successful dungeon is about 10 levels deep. Mm-hmm. It is massive. Lots of orcs. Every sub-level has a race that lives on that level. It has a bunch of traps has a bunch of demons. There's a succubus down there. Apparently, if she touches you, she just becomes pregnant. She doesn't copulate. She just touches you. And about a day later, no, not even a day later, about five minutes later, a baby comes out. Dual-wielding swords. I mean, there's weirder ways to birth a baby. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like my children birth with, with blades. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, there there there's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge that you have to have when you when you start playing these sorts of games, and that's why I've really started putting hours into this game. It's a hell of a lot of fun. If if you want a good you know base building game and uh, like and base management game, sure, this would be the game that this would be the game that I would re- I would recommend. Like, it's a ton of fun. Good, good, okay, yeah. And you had a second one this week, right? Yeah, I'm trying to... Hmm, let's see here if I can remember the name of it. 
okay, it's another villain game where you play as the villain. It's not a base building game per chance, but it's... You are playing as a demon in this game, and I think it's called Ryzark. So what Ryzark is about is that you are a demon going into a world to inevitably destroy everything in the world. You spawn a portal in the middle of nowhere, and you start using your influence and powers to basically kill, corrupt, or just infest with zombies this entire world. So you have the trickster demon archetype, where sounds exactly what you would think it would be. They work behind the shadows. And in Ryzark, what you do, instead of you spawn in as the big bad demon and you go out and like laser bolt people you are working from you you are not in the world just yet but you can exert your influence over people the way that you do that is that you can give them certain afflictions like you can turn someone into a serial killer you can turn them into a vampire you can put you can give them a zombie virus that when they die they will resurrect as a zombie and they will keep doing this every night. In the day, they will die. In the night, they come back to on life and eat other villagers. It's the fun way of killing people, in my opinion. Um, you can uh, brainwash people into becoming your cultists. And cultists will basically do your handiwork for you. They'll poison food. They'll sabotage items. Or you can just say, to hell with this. I have enough cultists. I'm going to turn them all into abominations, which are basically hulking masses of beat stick to go and beat up people. However, because this is a fantasy game, there's always going to be adventurers. There's always going to be like the legendary hero dude thing. And just like other roguelike games, or roguelike games, but just like uh, just like other you know fantasy games, some of these civilians are going to be hero classes. Like I'm talking about druids, fighters, barbarians, uh, like knights or something like that. And these people are pretty hard to kill in combat, so you got to be a little bit creative on how you do that. So in my favorite playthrough that I had, I was besieging, well, besieging with air quotes, a town as a necromancer. I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? Well, because I'm the necromancer archetype, that means I can spread, you know, lycanthro- uh, like lycanthropy, right? Yeah, lycanthropy, uh, vampirism. I can turn someone to a, into a serial killer. Uh, or I can infest them with the plague. I did all of that. It's a lot of fun. It sounds like it. So basically what, what happens with the serial killer is that every night they will go out and depending on the on the people that you want them to hunt down, they'll pick out a villager during the day for someone to kill. They'll knock them out, they'll drag them back to their house, and they will ritualistically kill them. So the la- the elf lady that I uh, that I turn into a serial killer only goes after nobles. Like if you're a nobleman or a noblewoman, she'll go out into your house, knock you out, drag you, drag drag you straight back to uh to the house. She will kill you and then she will begin to sing. And then she'll drag you out into the cemetery, bury you where no one else can find you, and she'll she'll go back to her house. If someone sees it, they'll try and stop it. Well, 
I just accidentally so happened to uh, make uh, just to I I turned the best fighter in the fucking village into a serial killer for me. So she would literally just go out whenever somebody would find her and try to kill her or knock her out, just slaughter them. So she the first time she got witnessed, she killed a peasant woman and just left with with the body in tow. Not 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 the peasant woman body, but the actual body. Okay. The other body stayed there for a while. Her husband found it, went insane, killed his son, made him more insane. And like during this entire time, whenever whenever somebody commits a crime or something or does something bad or something like that, you gain mana. So I'm kind of off, like looking over to see whether or not I can wake up a dragon. And all of a sudden, I kind of look over and I'm noticing like the event log going off really fast. So I'm like, what the hell is going on in the village? I go over to the village. There's like five different bodies, kind of sp- uh, kind of piled around town square. I see a guy is beating up another woman. There's there's the serial killer elf that is now just dragging off another woman. <laughs> into her fucking house <laughs> slaughtering her singing everyone can hear the singing but no one can deal with it because they're dealing with a rampaging barbarian that just lost his wife and son jesus christ it, it's, it's really messed up and then i made it rain you know to accentuate the sadness and then i threw down a lightning bolt like you know cinematic masterpiece because it's going to be the final showdown because now it's the serial killer lady versus the barbarian who is now the leader of the of the village slash tribe, and I didn't realize that the lightning bolt can electrify the water. I didn't realize that the game actually had something like that. Um, so as they're about to fight, because the barbarian's still insane, and the rain and 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 the fucking lady is you know, she's she's gonna fight for her life now. They get electrocuted as they're about to lock swords. And I just see the you win logo pop up. And I just kind of look, okay, what happened? I look, they both got electrocuted to death because they stepped into the water. And I like, cinematic, cinematic time. Let's see who wins. Oh, okay. I did cause a fire because of that lightning bolt. So now the village is on fire. Oh, no. And no one can stop it. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for the one that I have for this week is Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods, Part 1. I saw that was out on Steam, and I regret not buying it right now. It is ripping me a new asshole, brother. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought that the uh, Doom Eternal game itself was harder. Son, uh, I don't know nothing. Oh, my God. This is going to take me quite a while to finish. Especially from like having less time for it, but like getting into it, I I lose track of how many times I die because like I'm not trying to do the easiest settings like a like a pussy boy, mm-hmm. but it's it's adding more chest hair to oh. the chest hair that I've already had. <laughs> so twenty bucks is it worth it? Yeah, I I think so so far. Uh, get it, try it out. Uh, get your get your ass torn. Oof. Is it really that hard? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. So that's it for uh, for the games of the week. Then let's go ahead and get into the gaming news. 
गेमिंग न्यूज Okay so so you got me into a tangent here about this. Yeah. So years and years and years and years ago uh when I finished high school, you know, I was still living with my parents for for college and shit and I and I I picked up a copy of the Elder Scrolls uh uh 4, yeah, Oblivion and uh popped into my 360 and and played it. It was cool. Uh I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was just I was wandering around. But when when my father comes in and and he sits there and he's watching me play this game he's he's like this this looks boring as shit cuz all he's seeing is me walking around with this fucking game not doing anything just walking so to him this thing looks like j- just one big fucking walking simulator the big shit eating grim cuz it's goddamn oblivion yeah yeah like he, he has no idea what's going on i do but it's just it's someone who's never seen a game like Oblivion before or oh Christ Marwind like you look at Marwind for the first time like it's going to look boring as shit until you actually get into the mechanics of it yeah so that 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 also reminds me of another thing that I had so i was telling you the story about like you know the fallout the fallout 3 story and how how i had to fucking stretch to make sure that i had the game yeah, that yeah. i got the game well i uh i was playing it one day and My dad is is a baby boomer. Okay. No, well, no, yeah, uh, yeah, I think he is. No, he's 19. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a baby boomer. But he uh he walked in and you know G- uh GNR. Yeah, the radio. Like uh, a Billy Holiday song came on and he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't like, oh my god, I didn't know you 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 listened to uh, Billy Holiday." I'm like, "Oh. Oh, is this what this is?" Yeah. I'm like, "Oh. Oh man, that's really cool." And then fucking 3 dog like ruins this like little moment that we have and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm on the pit boy, like looking through some of the quests." And then my dad's like, "Yeah, I want to listen to this song for a little bit." So he's listening to it, he's having fun. Then, "Good evening, children." And 3 dog is fucking uh, going in on uh on president oh, fuck what is it president adam i think it is in fallout yeah. 3 and he's like going into president adam and he started to like throw out all these curse words <laughs> and like my 13 year old mind is like awesome 3 uh, like yeah 3 dog is super cool cuz he's saying cuss words and my dad just kind of goes this is a very interesting game you're playing there steve like ah uh, Yeah, he's cursing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just at the walk and he just walks away like we were having such a good moment and then he had and then Three Dog had to go straight into President Adam right then and there. I'm like, "Ah. Well, there we go, I guess." <laughs> For poor poor Steve. having a having a good father son moment ruined ruined that will never beat that will never beat the moment when i had my gaming laptop gaming laptop i guess i was at the game store and i was waiting for someone to finish up playing a game or something like that so that way we could go and hang out proper i was playing league of legends fucking wouldn't you know and like for a few seconds i didn't realize that i wasn't in the game shop and there was like there was a really tense moment where i had to like i was focused down hardcore 
Like everyone has those moments where you you have to focus. Definitely. Or else you get fucked. Well, I won the fight that I was in. And thinking I was still at home alone, I yell the words, get fucked, fuck boy, at the top of my lungs, and I fucking toss up my wireless mouse, and I walk away from the computer like I'm hot shit. And there's the fucking, there's the fucking owner of the store, there's one of the employees, and there's there, there's the manager of the store, and this is how I knew that they were good friends, because the man, like, they were, they were my friends, because the manager of the store just goes, yeah, fuck them, <laughs> throws down a fucking, like, throws down an empty can of fucking, uh, fucking Mountain Dew he was drinking, like, fuck them, <laughs> he starts, like, screaming. And everyone just like starts looking at me like, you see what you did? <laughs> you did this. <laughs> you gave him this energy. He's not gonna stop. <laughs> was that a tempest? Yeah, it was yeah. tempest. <laughs> He's not gonna stop. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I forgot where I was for a few seconds there. No, I understand. But look what you did. <laughs> you have to deal with this for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't have to deal with shit. I can drive away from this bullshit. You still have to work here. I can just go back to my house. Oh, Christ. Oh, fuck. So news. <laughs> so news. Okay, uh, Baldur's 3, sorry, Baldur's Gate 3 is getting an update here where you're going to be able to play as a Hobgoblin, a Minotaur, or a Mind Flayer. You sent me this article. It's not an update, though. What's... Oh, it's not an update? It is a mod. Oh. That's right. Oh. Nexus Mod has actually decided... To, uh, has finally cracked it, and they've, they, they, they finally got their tools up and running. They looked into the game, there, and they started saying to themselves, You know what I should have? I should have a dwarf with the biggest dick in existence. That is the most popular mod right now. Right behind uh, making everyone nude, and of course, increased customization options for your character. So yes, you can create a dwarf with a thirty uh, with a thirty foot cock. I like that. I do too. I, like I was trying to find the uh, race one, but I was uh, I was having too much fun, <laughs> like looking through all the mods. But of course, because Nexus mod man, because uh, Nexus mods is you know the greatest when it comes down to making good and useful mods gotten rid of the stupid little uh has found a way to uh get rid of you know the little pop-ups that you have about like the hey this is early access things are gonna break yada 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 you get the idea other ones of course it's gonna be the silly ones make everyone naked you know 30 foot thundercock and then of course there's the other ones that are a little bit more you know actually pretty cool so you have the Make your uh, make your race anything. Um, you have the increased character customization stuff. You have stuff that allows you to get increases to your experience, so that way you can actually figure out what you're going to be getting further down the line for your class when you finally, you know, play the game proper. I think mods are going to be pretty healthy when it comes down to this game. Yo, yeah, absolutely. But right now, just like how I said with Mountain Blade Banner Lords. I would hold off going into the mods 
until this game is fully updated because you don't want to all of a sudden break your save and then have to trudge through the other mods that you that you have to figure out which one broke it because you know the build right now is fairly unstable when I first played the game, well, I mean, you already know what if you listen to the if you listen to the previous episode where we were talking about Baldur's Gate 3 and our first initial impressions, you would kind of figure out my entire stance when it came down to how buggy this game was. I'm going to be very blunt with you right now. Mm. Do you recall the episode the, the episode of Ren and Stimpy? Uh, marooned, I believe. It was uh Captain Hoek and Cadet Stimpy, maybe off in space, and it's uh, the Space Madness episode where uh, Ren decides to to tell to give Stimpy an assignment. All he has to do is watch over this button. Don't touch it, you fool! That's the history eraser button. If you touch it, we all go away. Who knows what happens? And then Stimpy is is looking at this button, completely tempted. That's me right now. That's me with Baldur's Gate 3 right now. Okay, I'm going to say this once. Don't break your game. (laughs) Install very simple mods, okay? (laughs) Install mods that don't require other mods. Make sure that they're all compatible, Understand that the build is probably going to update faster than the mod itself. Larian Studios, when the game when the game first released, a couple weeks later, they've already had what three updates for Baldur's Gate within the course of almost two weeks. They're still coming out with updates. We don't know when the next update is. Could be tomorrow. I could always just do a fresh week. install. Buddy, I'm looking at you right now. Meet my eyes. Don't fuck your game up. Embrace chaos. Okay. <laughs> Let you... the tadpole take over. Jeez. <laughs> but in any event, that is basically the Nexus mod manager stuff that's coming out right now. You can get it on. Uh, you can get it on. You know, Nexus. Install the Vortex uh, mod installer. Very good. I I literally I. I honestly am not patient enough to try and install mods when it comes down to games like this. So, uh, you know, Vortex eases my anxiety whenever I'm whenever I'm messing with game files. Yep. And uh, Weirdo is uh, in the Discord saying, nude character will always be number one for modding. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I can't even I, I can't even come up with an argument against it. Yeah. It, That's it's, right. It's going to be on there somehow. Up next, Pac-Man is going to be a battle royale game for Stadia. Okay, I, I see your thinking here. You're thinking about something related to this news. So is it going to be streaming? <laughs> you bet your ass. So I can play Pac-Man with lag. Yes, with 64 players. Uh-oh. Yep. Yep. It, it, it all started with Tetris. 
Then it happened to Mario. Yeah, but they don't need to fucking stream the games. You were streaming a multiplayer game. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think people are going to pick it up. I, I don't think it's going to gain the traction that it needs. No, it's not so. going to. Because, like, again, we've already figured out why people don't really like playing Destiny on Stadia. Yeah. Because you're streaming a game that is multiplayer only. So you're streaming, which already uses up, you know, you, you, a little bit of bandwidth there. But then, of course, for some reason, oh God, it's just, it hurts my brain whenever I think about it. Every single time I look at Stadia, I'm always reminded of the fucking lag uh, lag performance. Oh, yeah, so am I. Like, all of a sudden. I can't touch it. I, I, I go left, and a few seconds later, my character goes left. I go right, my, a few seconds later, my character goes right. Like, please, for the love of God. just Just let me... Just let me download the game, please. Just let me download the game. Like, Stadia, come on now. Yep. Just be a launcher like everyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And finally, EA is apparently going to be sued from Canada over loot boxes. Yeah. From the Tech Raptor article, why is EA being sued? This news comes via gaming and law blog, The Patch Notes, as well as Vancouver-based blog, Business in Vancouver. According to the latter... Plaintiffs Mark Sutherland and Sean Moore are bringing a class action lawsuit against EA for unjust enrichment arising from what they see as an illegal gambling system perpetuated by the sale of loot boxes. This suit was originally brought against EA on September 30th of this year. Yeah, and I think we've already gone over what... Well, I... I personally have a problem with bad loot box systems. If you're paying $10 for a loot box, you should always get your $10 worth. Or, you know, even more than that. This isn't the fucking lottery where you pick up a scratch ticket, realize that you've spent about $100 on scratch tickets only to get back 10 bucks. I want to be able to get my money's worth out of this shit. That's all that I want. That's why Heroes of the Storm will always be good for me. Because I buy that loot box, I get my $5 worth. I get some good sprays, I get some uh, fucking voice acting, I get some extra character lines. Sure, if I don't like that, hey, what if I just press this button right here and re-roll my loot? Look at that, I have a legendary skin now. Because yeah. I didn't spend any more, uh, I didn't spend more than five dollars, and instead I used in-game currency that I earned through playing the game to re-roll my result through my hard, through through my effort. I re-rolled and got a better thing. In my opinion, that is how loot boxes should be. If you spend money, you should always get your money's worth out of the box. And then you have a chance of getting even more worth out of your box. That, for me, is how loot boxes should always work. Yeah, absolutely. If the loot box is $5, I better be getting at least $5 worth. At minimum. Bare minimum. Yeah. And then more later on. Like cosmetics and shit like that. Yeah. No, you're right. And then, even better... I should be able to purchase those items 
in the game, either using in-game currency or real-world money, whatever you want to do, I don't give a damn. As long as you make everything that is in that box available to the consumer instead of having to buy a goddamn loot box. That's even better. Oh, uh, Weirdo actually just brought something over to my attention. Destiny 2 cheat seller shut down by Bungie. That is uh, pretty great. Let's check it out here. Uh, Perfect Aim sells cheats for a variety of online games specializing in aimbots as well as uh, ESB hacks that allow cheaters to see other players through walls and terrain, remove of weapon, recoil, and spread, and so on. They charge a monthly subscription per game and in return provide product support and a promise their cheats will go undetected, except in the case of Destiny 2. Ooh. Good on good on Bungie. Good job, boys. Yeah. All right. With that, let's get into the topic of the week. Topic of the week. So, Stev, I'm an old man. Yeah, I kind of figured. Okay, and being an old man, I don't catch on all the trends here. Uh-huh. What is a gacha game? So, gacha games. Boy, howdy. Where do I fucking start? Well, so basically, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It got it, it, it gotcha. You know? It, like, it, it get So, let me start over real fast. You'll hear gotcha a lot. When it comes down to, you know, like, ah, I got you there and stuff like that. But when it comes down to gotcha, G-A-C-H-A, it's literally means like they got you at this point. You'll hear it a lot when it comes down to the mobile games. Basically what it is is that a gotcha game is a free-to-play game. At first, download it, put it on your phone. You go, you, you go into it. The game gives you all these little rewards and stuff like that to set you on your trails and... Then all of a sudden, you'll notice that there's a shit ton of event banners that all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere. Um, like, oh, hey, this fucking dude looks pretty cool. Oh, hey, that gun looks pretty neat. Oh, God, that girl is thick. <laughs> and they're eye-catching. And the reason why people, like, and again, I, I, I always have to default back to what I always say. And the art style will always catch, will always catch the people's eye. Whether or not gameplay, uh, gameplay is affected by it, or any of the other stuff that I was talking about, like when when it comes down to the holy triumvirate, when it when I start choosing video games between gameplay, art style, music, usually how I always kind of handle it down. I I will pay attention to story if it catches my attention. Outside of that, if gameplay is nice, you get the idea. But art style, hmm. Some good art, like you'll you'll you'll, and th- and that's that's how they'll get you, you know. Okay, yeah. They draw you in, and you're like, oh okay, how do I get that person? Oh well, you spend this premium currency that you can slowly earn, progressing through the gla- uh through the game, uh completing objectives. You know, finishing your daily missions, your weekly missions, your monthly missions, uh, finishing campaign rewards, you know, like finishing PvP rewards and all that good jazz. Like, oh, like, wow. Sounds like you, uh, sounds like you, uh, fucking, you get a lot of stuff out of that. And so you start going through the game and you begin to realize that you're getting, like, you're getting 10 currency 
a mission or something like that. Twenty currency. Oh, the devs gave you some free, some free currency for you to spend on some free primo currency and all that good jazz. Like, okay, this is pretty cool. I'm gonna draw some of my characters. Like, I wonder how this works. This is where, in my opinion, gotchas will always pull you in. Like, doesn't matter whether or not you really fucking up. Because every person will have two different or maybe a few different reactions. But the ones that I always see are the, well, I'll hold on to my uh, premium currency for now versus the I want this right now. Every gotcha game has that premium currency I was talking about. And you use that premium currency to roll on things that are known as banners. Banners display the new character or the character that is very popular at this moment. They look really cool. I mean, like for you, you might say, wow, that that character looks really cool. Or, oh, my God, that character has a butt of a goddess. So kind of like when when Blizzard would use Tracer for Overwatch. Yes. Like they, they, they draw you in because you look at the art style. You look at the character model and you say, hmm. My God, that is good. And then you listen to the voice and you realize that, oh no, this is literally mommy material. I, I really want this character. So you press onto the banner <laughs> yeah, without realizing that pressing onto that banner means that you aren't going, f- you don't, you don't get to have that character right off the bat. What instead this game does is that it has you roll. It, it tells you to put your hand into the hat and pull out a card. You get what is on that card. Now that is either going to be the character that you really want. We're going to call her, I don't know, uh, fucking, uh, fuck, who's the comedian you like? The lady. The comedian lady I like? Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, no. Say it. No, I'm Say not. Say her name. No. Say her name. Okay, I think Amy Schumer is pretty. Okay. Amy Schumer. You have an Amy Schumer card. Uh, like, you really want the Amy Schumer card, right? Uh, okay. She's posing naked in front of you. Uh-huh. She wants you. Yeah. You see the fuck me eyes on that card, and uh, on the banner, and you say, my God, I need this Amy Schumer card right now. God like, damn it. Right fucking now. You can bounce quarters off that ass, or they will probably sink into the ass. I don't know. God, that woman is voluptuous. <laughs> And so the game says, all right, give me 300 of your premium currency. And you say, okay, here's 300. Like, do I get like 10 pulls or something like that? Do I get 300 pulls? You get one pull per 300. Like, oh, okay. So you put your hand into the hat, whittle it around, and you pull it out, and you see that, oh, it's a character card. I can get any one of these these characters that are that are on this banner or that are in the game. Like, this is really cool. Like, I wonder, I, I really hope that it's Amy Schumer posing naked with fuck me eyes. Uh-huh. And then you pull it out, and it's a silver, it's a Sarah Silverman card. And you look at it, and you're like, this isn't the card that I wanted. Still I, acceptable. But you still have it. Okay? Like, hey, like, okay, so I have Sarah Silverman. I guess I'll put that right there. But what if I... Like, okay, I'm going to draw it again. And then the game tells you, hey, hold on there, son. If you draw ten times, you're guaranteed at least one high-quality-tier high comedian GF. Okay. With the chance of getting your Amy Schumer card. Like, oh, okay. 
I guess I'll do that. Up, oh, hold it right there, Bucko. You gotta spend more. Uh, you gotta spend more uh, premium currency. Okay. So, uh, how do you get this premium currency? You got a credit card, son. <laughs> uh, and then that's that's exactly where they get you. Because every gotcha game has a premium currency store. They have a daily a daily deal store, a monthly deal store, a fucking like premium currency for your premium currency. Like that sort of shit. Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean What's is there a difference between what you're talking about here and um, the predatory nature of the mobile games? No, they are all the same fucking thing. I have a challenge whenever I see that there's like some stupid Facebook, ch- uh, there's some stupid Facebook thing. I always say to myself, I wonder how I wonder how broken this game can get if I spend ten bucks, and whether or not I get infuriated. For look up for thinking about spending ten bucks. One of the worst games that I have ever played that had that sort of current that had that sort of like deal going on was a leaderboard on how much money you spent on the fucking game. Like and 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 these games have flashy banners. They have like really cool. A leaderboard for who spends the most. Yes, that exists. That's terrible. That exists in a video game in 2020. Okay. And so you think to yourself, like, okay, well, I mean, the swords look cool, the fucking girls look good, and all that shit. But I, like, what, what, what? How, how do I get them? You spend money, of course. But don't worry. If you spend money right now on your first purchase, you get double the amount of currency that you'd usually get by spending this, and then you go back down with a bonus. Air quotes. I keep forgetting audio. Don't worry about it. But, and and they always draw you in by making it sound like all of this shit is good deals, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. They're good deals. Doubling the amount of currency that you have. Like, let's say that you spend 20 bucks for 20 bucks of, like, premium currency in there. You're getting 40 bucks on your first, on your first buy. Which is, you know, thinking about it, that's actually fairly worthwhile. And then it goes back down to what it was before. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, hey, there you go. So on top of the usual banners that you'd be seeing, again, push that banner, you get a chance of getting the person that's on that banner. There's also event banners that are there for a limited time. A limited time, and you too can get a big titty goth GF mommy that says Ara Ara in a sexy voice. Okay. Like, damn, son, where'd you find those? Like, I need this. I need this in my life. But I don't have the premium currency. <laughs> but you can get the premium currency. But I can get the premium currency right now. I mean, With this, mom's credit card. With mom's credit card or my credit card. Or if you're like a certain Japanese individual, spend about $1,000 per week on that currency. Fucking what? This is where we get into this, and this is why gotcha games are getting hit by the ga- by by a lot of different countries gambling, 
gambling regulation agencies, dude. Okay, so yeah, we're in the okay. loot box territories at so this point. This is where this this is where people are starting to look at gotcha games and loot boxes as basically the same thing. That's okay, why yeah. everyone was starting to get really worried when they started seeing loot boxes falling into a lot of these AAA games. Like with Overwatch, people were a little hesitant to kind of figure out what exactly is going on right there. Because you can technically still earn a loot box in the game, and there's not a lot of choices when it comes down to skins for this stuff. So it's like, I earn my loot boxes by playing the game. Like, yeah, I feel good for getting a legendary McCree skin. For me, it was uh, it, it was the boat. It was the riverboat skin for McCree. That was my first loot box. Right. Like, I felt really cool. I was getting good at McCree and all that stuff. And then... I look over and I see that oh my god like that that uh, fucking tracer skin is fucking amazing like elf tracer still my favorite skin out of every skin that I have ha- uh, out of every skin that I own in Overwatch outside of the the, the Chinese Widowmaker one but we don't talk about that because mm-hmm. mm, I'm not good at Widowmaker so yeah, she yeah. doesn't really get to, she really doesn't get to see play but again visually exciting character skins visually exciting character art really cool uh, like that that is how they get you you get it yeah yeah got you by the that, wallet as, they, they, as weirdo got, says in they, the chat yeah they got you by the wallet and so and and you see what the whole what the rabbit hole looks like what the entrance of the rabbit hole looks like i'll spend five dollars that's it I didn't get it. I mean, $10, I guess. Then you keep falling down that hole. There is no end to that hole. Because when you think, okay, I'm going to stop right now. Another banner will roll up. Like, people have gone bankrupt because of these games. They will spend all of their money because of these games. Because it is gambling. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I, I will fall into that hole for a little while, but I also realize that, you know, I need money to live and to eat and to spend on essential things. Gasoline. That's essential if I want to go to work. So, like, it's... God, I, I remember when when World of Warcraft was, was getting super fucking big mm-hmm. and you had people that were ditching work to be able to do things like play world of warcraft uh and and you know risking your livelihoods for for playing this game Mm -hmm. now it's uh risking your livelihood by dumping so much money into into a game like this and it's it is always going to be a rabbit hole that some people will never find their way out of no matter how hard they try that is when you that 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 is why there are actual rehab groups in Asian countries that literally are that literally just exist to get rid of that addiction. That's insane. Now, it's the same thing for over here. You got it for porn addiction, you got it for internet addiction, you got it for video game addictions, you got it for a lot of this other stuff. And again, in Genshin Impact, you look at the characters, they all look visually exciting. They all do really cool things. They all do really like cool stuff. The voice acting is good in the game. 
it's just good all around. But again, it's a gotcha game on a computer. It doesn't change the essence of the game. No matter how good the gameplay is, no matter how good the music is, no matter how good the art style is, a gotcha game will always will always be a gotcha game if the only way you can get characters in, in, in a timely manner spending money. And then on top of the on, on top of the characters that are legendary tiered, if you get duplicates of that character, you can make them more powerful. And so it just keeps falling into this thing like, yeah, I already have the character, but I need dupes of her so that way I can fucking keep that way I can keep getting her more powerful. That is what a gotcha is. Like it's Okay, so last week we talked about Genshin Impact. Yeah. And does that one count as a as a gotcha game? It does. So what makes that one better than other gotcha games? Nothing other than the fact that the gameplay is solid. It's not just you pressing buttons until you win the video game. Okay. This one it's more, you know, pay attention. This isn't something that you just kind of let 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 you let running in the background while you're at work, and then you every every once in a while you'll look down at your phone, press a button, and then you go back to work. This is a game that is, I wouldn't call it AAA, but it's still it it's still good. I would classify it still as a fairly good video game in terms of gameplay. I wouldn't classify it as just kind of one of those sit and spin sorts of video games. So it's still a lot more. It it's still a lot more involved I guess is a better way of terming it sure because the game that I was into for the longest time Azur Lane again big gotcha hole I think I would spend about maybe 10-15 dollars every week on that game when it first came out that was for two years uh <laughs> I may have a problem don't worry about it yeah it's, it's off my phone now so I, I haven't thought about it in a long time but it's just I've seen what those different rabbit holes looks like. Some of those rabbit holes are sludgy as shit, and you know for a fact that like that is a bad time ahead for you. And then you look over into other games where it's like, oh my god, I haven't even realized this, but in a week I've spent, I don't know, $100 on it. Mm-hmm. Do I feel regretful for that? Yeah. Do I have the character I wanted? Yeah. And it just kind of keeps, it keeps, you, you kind of get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, it's really easy to fall into that rabbit hole. It's very hard to get out of it if you're not paying attention. Now, if you know what a scam looks like, you'll know what bad gotcha games look like. Mm-hmm. Because they're the stuff that looks. Uh, w- Anything that looks like it is too good to be true tends to be, yeah, tends to be too good to be true, which means, you know, don't get into it. Yeah. Because if you actually do research outside of the face, outside of the face value for each of these games, you'll begin to see why people are saying, stay away from this gotcha game, stay away from that gotcha game, stay away from these. If you see anything like, um, like weird ass banners all of a sudden. Stay away from it. If you see that the company itself 
has bad has a bad reputation, stay away from it. Because those sorts of companies will always have very shitty practices when it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. For instance, leaderboards for spending money. Yeah, yeah, like you mentioned before. Yeah, that is shitty, and that, in my in my opinion, incentivizes people to keep up that shitty behavior of spending yeah. more oh, and yes. more and more money on this game. I think the last time that I looked onto it, let's see here. Every time that you would buy a premium currency in that game, it would give you something known as VIP rewards. The more money you spent on the game, the more VIP rewards you would get. The higher VIP level that you are, the better rewards you would get in-game. That would come from in-game currency. That would come from upgrade materials, uh, weapon slots, weapon armors. Uh, yeah, You get the idea. There's a guy, and I don't know if I did my math right. I think I'm ballparking it here. Spent about maybe $5,000 on a game where you can literally auto-battle. And literally do nothing else. Holy shit. Kids, be careful. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. I don't mind if if you're spending money on the game. There is a reason why people spend money on the game because they believe in what the product is. I think a Hollow Live member that is really into gotcha games like FGO Fate Grand Order. Yeah. She says that if you believe in the game, spend the money. That is how you show that is how you show the developers your gratitude. Yes, sending in the surveys, rating the game highly, uh, always talking about it on the game, like increasing, increase, increasing the public's awareness of what this game is, is always good. Genshin Impact, one of the most popular games right now in every single gaming forum I have seen so far. Because, uh, again, if you look past the gotcha part of it, mm-hmm. it's a it, it's it's solid for what it's supposed to be. It's a free game that has. All, that has the same graphics as Breath of the Wild. And there's anime girls in it. Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? This damn thing prints money. It does, it does, <laughs> it yeah. It really does. Like, again, we talked about it before. $200 million has been spent on this game alone. This is the game that will fucking elevate Miho all the way up. Like... I would not be surprised if all of a sudden they just start saying to themselves, what if we just make a fucking triple A game? And then our fucking... Just see just see where they can actually really develop the, a game into yeah. something as, as big as they can, yeah. Yeah, and it, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. And it, again, it shows, it shows the good and the bad when it comes down to gotchas. The good is people believe in this game. They really like the art style. They really like the characters. They really like the weapons. Like the they 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 just want to experience more of the game. Mm-hmm. But it also shows a bad side of it because spending. I think I don't remember correctly, but I think spending about twenty five thirty dollars for ten pulls. And 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 you're guaranteed at least a four star character, if not higher. That's mm. 
golly mighty, that's really hurting me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, because when I heard about Genshin Impact, I said to myself, I'm going to save up a little bit of money just so that way I can see what I can go through. And I like started looking at it. And I'm like, I really regrets putting $50 into this game right now. But I mean, the characters look really cool. God damn it. <laughs> This game just keeps. F- this game just said gotcha, pulled me down, and just said, "Hey, boss, <laughs> you want these semen demons?" I'm like, "Hot ah, son, you of a know bitch. I do. You know I do. What do you want from me? Your money? Okay. <laughs> I was supposed to use this money for your lunch, but no, I spent it on thick mommy. I think it. I spent it on a fucking like. W- I spent it on a wizard girl, in a bunny outfit. <laughs> What do you want from me, dude? <laughs> More? <laughs> Fine, take it. It's yours. The bullies can't bully you because they know that they would do the same thing. <laughs> I know. God. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, fucking shout out to the free-to-play chads out there that have, like, fucking the will of iron. Oh, God. I am weak. I am a weak fucking like virgin boy. <laughs> Look, I I mean there, the whole thing about a leaderboard for spending the most amount of money, that's all over things like Twitch, or other other methods of streaming too. Yeah, and it, it's it's a it's a symptom of of a much bigger problem. Mm-hmm. It's uh, God, it's a symptom of affluent people or. A symptom of people that that don't know how to really make sure that they're setting their finances straight. Now, here is the other thing that I have heard for a lot of the top like content creators for Genshin. They have said it themselves. They make a good. They make tons of money off of streaming. They're able to spend about a hundred two two hundred dollars a week. And they can still live comfortably off of their streaming habits, and they're report and, and and they're reporting on updates for the games that they're playing right then and there. But to quote one of the streamers, I mean, well, streamers, one of the content creators that I was listening to, I don't remember his name. I will definitely quote it in the next episode. I just have to like look it up again. But it's just he he said it best himself. He is able to spend this money because he makes a good amount of money off of fucking, off of streaming, off of the content that he creates. Do not spend this amount of money if you know for a fact that you cannot afford to spend this amount of money. Stop. Hold off. Play the game. Complete the main storylines. Do all of this other stuff. But for the love of God understand that you can fuck yourself by spending money in these games. Like all things, take it in moderation. Because if you go fucking buck wild through this entire goddamn game, you're going to feel the consequences. That's the same for And it's going to hit hard. And it's going to hit super fucking hard. I, I, I remember reading a few articles when I found out about the, uh, when I found out about the gotcha genre where people will bankrupt themselves. The fucking Fortnite kid. Remember hearing about how he got a hold of his mom's credit card? Yeah. Spent all the fucking money? Yeah. That's what happens. 
parents, don't let your kids play video games. Don't let your don't let your <laughs> fucking kids play online only video games. Just, just monitor the games that they're playing, not for the gore or anything, but the amount of money that they yeah. have to spend. Let them play Skyrim, like all five editions. Let of them it. play Fallout. Yeah, let them play Fallout. Well, uh, well I gotta be careful there. Not the good Fallout's. Fallout Four. Fallout Three. Fallout Four. New Vegas. No. I mean, at least Fallout, Fallout 4, 4 doesn't make him do anything that, like, spend money on a Yeah, but if you story. download the correct mods, you don't have to even play the story, and you can go and do your own thing. Exactly. Which is why I have an entire settlement filled with bunny girls. And space marines. <laughs> I right. love that mod. <laughs> to death. Having a thousand clones of just Cassie roaming around in this giant village that I made, as well as an entire chapter of Space Marines somewhere out in the wasteland just killing things indiscriminately. <laughs> the greatest time I've ever had in my life. God. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you want to support us, share the show to as many people as you possibly can. Get people listening to this. This is the objective best gaming podcast out there right now. And we need to we need to just seep into as many ear holes as we possibly can. Let us be the tadpole that goes into your friend's eye. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Ballers Gates really, really got me. Yeah. But enough of that then. Until next time. Hey, buddy. What's that? Well, I mean, kind of thinking about it. If you think about it from a certain standpoint, spending all of your money on a gotcha game make you fall. And you know what we call that? Fall Financial fall, uh, fall damage. God damn it. Okay. 